Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott is now sitting in. Uh, Chief, good morning. Thank you so much for coming in today. Good morning, Jeff, and good morning, listeners. Yeah, we've got uh, we got a lot of things to talk about uh, today. We were talking before we went on the air. Uh, the parking ban went into effect yesterday. It can't be winter yet, can it? Come on. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, of course, here in Northfield, we have the overnight winter parking ban from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., um, and that went into effect last night, runs from November 15th to March 15th. Um, and our officers have been out. Uh, they may see some pink flyers like the one I brought in on their windshield. Mm-hmm. And officers are out this week just uh, putting those out for folks that are parked on the street so they're aware of it. Because we know sometimes there's new people in town or they forget about it. So we're just trying to do some reminders this week. Um of course, we're not going to have a whole lot of enforcement on that this week since temperatures are pretty mild. Yeah. But, you know, once uh, it does snow, uh, occasionally we have uh, those uh, street department employees out doing some cleanups or uh, keeping the roads clear uh, during those overnight hours. So we want folks to abide by that. You also brought in a flyer for the uh, Red Kettle rivalry. Uh, Rice County has uh, the Salvation Army. We had Jim Dale in talking about that and Don Pavic uh, in talking about that as well. Uh, but you've got, it was a law enforcement challenge? Tell us about that. Yeah, a very friendly rivalry, I would say. <laughs> okay. um, you know, uh, Rice County Sheriff uh, Jesse Thomas uh, has been a big supporter of uh, Salvation Army and the Red Kettle Drive, and I know he uh, gets out several times a year to go ring the bell. And Jeff, I know you've been out doing that as well, mm-hmm. and uh, and we have here in Northfield too. In the past, our police department has. So um, we were talking earlier this fall, and he uh, got together with uh, John Sherwin, the uh, Faribault Chief, and and myself, and said, "Hey, let's uh, let's do this a, a couple." times this year and have a little bit of a challenge and see who can collect the most money so we're all behind it and uh yeah december 1st and 8th are going to be the challenge days we northfield pd is going to be ringing at uh, cub foods Mm -hmm. on friday december 8th from nine to five and that same day uh, the sheriff's department will be down uh, at uh, fairway foods down in uh, um Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to have a little challenge, see who uh, does best. And uh, on December 1st, the Sheriff's Department will be up here and Faribault will be down in Faribault. So, yeah, we're hoping to uh, raise uh, a lot of money those days for the Salvation Army. You know, Salvation Army, like Jim had described when he was on, they just do so much in Rice County with helping people in need. <gasps> And uh, we really appreciate their partnership with uh, the Shop for a Cop event that we do. Um, mm-hmm. They're uh, our number one financial supporter of that. And uh, not only is it uh, helping some kids and families in needs and shopping for some things that they need, um, but it also provides us and law enforcement an opportunity to connect with some of the youth uh, on a more personal basis and uh, develop some relationships there. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Um, we we're talking beforehand. You, you mentioned uh, armed robberies and burglaries and such. What yeah. are, are we getting uh, more of those? Is there something going on? Well, we don't we don't get them very often. Mm-hmm. And uh, a week ago, we had an individual that uh, it was kind of a one man crime spree on on one evening, and uh, a burglary, and then started a fire in a parking lot next door, and then. Uh, few hours later, early morning hours, a, a robbery at a convenience store. And, uh, 
you know, it was something that uh, I know was unusual. It hit a little bit of the news here, and uh, certainly we don't see a spree of these. We don't. We're not seeing an uptick or anything. This was one person, but um, we do get crime in Northfield. I know a lot of times we don't uh, talk about it much, and people don't think about it too often. But uh, but we do get some. Thankfully, on that we had a relatively quick call on it, and uh, within a couple hours we were able to locate the individual responsible and uh, and bring him into custody and uh, he will have his day in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like he was a uh, had probably some troubles. Would, uh, would Do you think that drugs uh, drug issue was involved in this, uh, needed drug money? Yeah, you know, I didn't talk to him specifically, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure on that, but it would be frequent that we would see, you know, not only issues with uh, substance use disorders, but also mental health. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times... Uh, we have co-occurring conditions in these folks where they have both the mental health and substance use and they're um, not dealing with those problems in life in a real constructive way. So Mm -hmm. um, certainly we have resources available and I know our officers on lower level crimes do some diversion of folks right into uh, treatment. Um, And we have that ability to do that. We've talked about that a little bit on air before. Um, and then on the mental health side too, we have our community-based coordinators that connect, connect with people. So we really encourage people if they are struggling with those things to give us a call, um, before they go and do some of these things, <laughs> um, so that we can uh, try to get them the services that they need. All right. Uh, once again, Chief, uh, Mark Elliott is with us. Yeah. I commented on your, uh, your, the camera, yeah, wearing one of those body cams. I guess I've never really noticed that on a police officer before, though you've been wearing them a couple of years Fortunately, I don't have a whole lot of interaction with the police other than uh, more of a social occasion yes. or here in the studios. But you've had those for two years now, and I understand that there's you have to have like an audit of what you do. Tell us about the audit uh, that you have gone through. Yeah, your your timing of that uh, question this morning was perfect, Jeff. When I came in, you said, oh, yeah, your body camera. And I'm like, yep, we've had them two years. Um, so we are required by state law. Uh, to have an independent outside audit every two years uh, of our body-worn camera program to make sure we are abiding by all of the elements that are listed in statute for that, handling data correctly, it's all classified correctly, um, and following all those rules. And we just had that, and uh, the audit showed that we uh, are in compliance with all areas we need. In fact, I'll be at the city council meeting next Tuesday with a short presentation on that. And uh, then uh, a copy of the report will be in with the um, packet that goes out for city council. So, yeah, we've been using body cameras for two years. Uh, They've been very well received by our officers and by the public. Uh, Our county attorney certainly appreciates it because we are providing them direct evidence a lot of times of uh, crimes we're investigating, and uh, they're able to use that uh, in their prosecution decisions as well as to present to a jury should a case uh, go to trial. You know, one of the concerns when you first got those was a, kind of an onerous amount of, of extra work that you'd have to do. And I know you hired somebody. You'd mentioned the data. You've hired somebody to do that. Is everything kind of worked out now within the budget as far as that goes? Uh, is it uh, uh, now business as usual? Uh, yes, I would say it is. I, mm-hmm. I think our uh, we came into the the program um, having 
been, I would say, a little late to the game compared to a lot of municipalities around us. And uh, so we were able to look at some of those other departments and, yeah. and see what the changes were that they had once they implemented a program. And so we came into it with a good plan of hiring that additional staff member um, to meet some other needs we had, but also uh, about half of their time spent on the data management part of it. Good, good. Uh, speaking of officers hiring people, uh, where are you at? We've You've been kind of fluctuating. There's times where you have a, a full staff. You, you're fully staffed, and it'll last for about a week or two or, or a month or two. Uh, where are we at right now? Yeah, it, certainly it's a difficult time for uh, finding and hiring police officers right now. We've really seen a, a drop in a number of folks coming into the profession. Um, and it's been about a year and a half since we've been fully staffed. Uh, but uh, we're making strides. We're trying to get there. Um, we have uh, recently uh, made two job offers to hire folks and hope to have them on board here by the uh, middle of December. And then we do have an open process actually through Sunday. People can still apply. And uh, we're looking to hire two more officers. And uh Providing we get those folks hired and uh, in place, uh, it does take about six months for us to get folks through our field training program to where they're out on their own and filling a spot in our schedule. But uh, we're on track to be fully staffed again by uh, summer. All right. Good to hear. Uh, once again, uh, Mark Elliott, Northfield Police Chief, uh, is with us. One one last thing I want to ask you about is uh, we're coming up to the holidays, of course, a uh, week from today, Thanksgiving. And I think uh, on the uh, I talked with uh, Kevin Tussing, um, Officer Tussing uh, is Sergeant Tussing. Sergeant Tussing. Sergeant Tussing. Yep. Okay, uh, about that. And he's uh, heading up the program with uh, for drinking and driving and impaired driving. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's uh, Kevin supervises our towards zero death program uh, here, not only for Northfield, but he's currently uh, handling it for all of Rice County. So the scheduling of events and that, of course, is a federally funded program that goes through the state and then comes to local uh, departments uh, for increased enforcement in traffic uh, situations. And like the name implies, towards zero deaths, we're trying to make our roads safer. And uh, around the holidays, we frequently have impaired driving waves, we call them. And so we'll be out extra enforcement uh, looking for folks for impaired driving. Wednesday, November 22nd is a big kickoff day for us, and uh, we're going to have deputies and local law enforcement and troopers all uh, coming together to work uh, Rice County area uh, to try to snare impaired drivers. So we're trying to educate folks, and we want them to have a plan before they go out. We know that the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is a big night for folks going out, especially those young people coming home. Uh, and that type of thing. And we want to make sure everybody has a plan before they go out. How are they going to get home safely? We don't want folks driving impaired. So uh, you'll see extra enforcement that night. We'll be out trying to uh, keep everybody safe. Uh, And the best way to do that is have people make really good decisions before uh, they even leave for the night so that they can stick to that plan and they have something in place uh, to get home safely. All right, Chief, is there anything else, uh, any final words you'd like to say before we let you go? Uh, You know, we're coming into winter. We mentioned the parking restrictions, but also that means winter driving season is upon us. And um, like I've mentioned before, I just 
really want to emphasize it, it, winter in Minnesota and when we have snow on the roads is not the time to be rushing or hurrying because you're running late. Uh, I think uh, one thing that's come out of the pandemic is we have a little more grace for folks that may be a little late to an appointment or meeting or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we want folks to slow down, take their time, drive safely. You know, I frequently talk about the way to drive in the winter is pretend that your grandma's in the seat next to you and she's got a cup of coffee. And I'm not talking uh, the Yeti with the lid on it. I'm talking <laughs> the old China cup with uh, a hot cup of coffee in there and she's got it in her lap and you do not want her to spill that you don't want to spill be responsible for her spilling it so that means nice and easy on the gas pedal slow starts um, traveling a little slower than posted speeds if the conditions require that and also slow and steady on the brakes and in your turns as well Um, everything you can to make your driving smooth is going to be better for on those slippery snowy or icy conditions all right well thank you so much for joining us much appreciated best of luck to you in the uh, red kettle rivalry here you can uh, i think you can uh, you can beat the uh, rice county sheriff's office we're certainly going to give it our best try (laughs) and uh, again that is on december 8th friday december 8th from Mm -hmm. nine to five come out visit with the officers there make a donation to red kettle and uh, we'll even have some coffee for you out there, Jeff. Perfect. I'll be there. We'll see you then. That is uh, Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.